0: that would have done the thing but you know it didn't do the thing but i fixed it ah <laughs> uh, good stuff all right melissa hi uh-huh. how's it going we are here it's good. last podcast are. of the
1: year it
0: is last the Captain's last one of the year yeah. It, yeah how are you what's what's been going on in your life i
2: i i've been very busy and very tired and <laughs> i don't see an end to it
0: Oh man, so you you (laughs) took off I uh, this whole past week, right? Or was it the week before that? You no, it was this past
2: week. Yeah,
0: this past week. Okay, that's it's always a nice thing to just be able to take a week off. But it sounds like from what you've told me, off off Mike, is that it really wasn't a break.
2: No, well I intended to take the week off to get ready for this big family Christmas party. Like I'll make decorations. I have to hot glue all these centerpieces. I have to, I was like, I'm going to make a charcuterie board. I'm going to do all those cutout sugar cookies with the royal icing all filled in, which I knew would be time consuming. I'm like, I got the time to burn. I'll take a week. And like, I spent an entire day shopping, an entire day baking, an entire day decorating. I (laughs) I just had so many other tasks added on to me. Like, my mom asked for my help volunteering with something at her church. And then she's like, will you go to the store and get something for your brother for Christmas? And my dad was like, will you go to the store and get something for your mom for Christmas? My elderly neighbors were like, will you go to the post office for us? And I kept having things added on I'm like, I realized partway through, I took this whole vacation and I don't know when I'm going to find any time to
0: relax. It's and I'm watching delivery service. Oh, yeah, this isn't even the delivery hair service.
2: Hair that's that's an entire separate thing. I, <laughs> I just got very busy and like I had to take all of the stuff out, all these Christmas decorations and things out for this party. And the party was yesterday and it was successful. But then I, I have to put everything back. That's the whole rest oh, of my man. day after I'm done talking to you. I have to reassemble my apartment and put everything back where I got it from and wash all of these dishes.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's always no fun. Yeah, like every, every now and then, my roommates and I are smart enough to be like, let's just get paper plates and stuff like that so we don't oh. actually have to do d- dishes because uh, we, we, we like to cook and or my ra- roommates like to cook i lucked out i know i've said that a million times before, <laughs> yeah. but they all they all like to cook and like drink alcohol and have shots and all that stuff and they're always just like kyle let's eat come on join us and i'm just like yes this is amazing um <laughs> but i'm i'm always just like how can i help how what like what can i do can i chop something and yeah they're all just like no just hang out have fun oh. i'm like okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i but i'm but yeah there are times that like after all of that we have like a million dishes to do that we all have to like chip in and help with and then there's times we're just like we don't want to do that it's no fun (laughs) Mm. so well at least at least you you planned your party out successfully you had your party yeah sounds like it was a a blast
2: it was good i was i was very anxious because i had I have a cousin who came in from Colorado. Like I haven't seen oh, him wow. since our grandma died in 2013. <laughs> so oh, he man. shows up there with his brand new wife. That hardly anybody has met. And I, I should have been in happy. And eventually I was. But when they came in, I'm like, we're not done yet. Nothing is organized. I like waved at them like I have to organize every table. We have to separate. These are craft supplies for kids. Versus this is just like ribbon and tape. We brought in to decorate the venue that we're in. I, I don't think I sat down for like three
0: hours. And. Wow. So, so you guys had like an actual venue for your party I, too. this. wasn't there was at a, like your parents house. No,
2: there's too many of us. There's a lot of us. So we,
0: we okay. had to rent
2: um, like a, a, a community clubhouse in my aunt's neighborhood, which was a, a beautiful building. And it had this That's like cool. it was enough space for everybody enough tables and chairs Uh, it had the second floor like loft space there wasn't anything in there but like all little kids could run up there and then run around and like look over the railing and wave at you so i I had to do that several times
0: (laughs) yes hello i see you up there again
2: (laughs) (laughs) no it doesn't (laughs) doesn't run out no if your niece waves at you from an upper floor it's a delight You make sure you you stand there and you watch. You have to be ready when she runs up there and she waves
0: at you. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Yeah, I I did not really have much of a party this weekend. I got my COVID booster shot uh, on Friday at like 1230. Um, And I by by like five ish, I was starting to not feel great um and and was was just, just like ooh i like i can tell it's not i'm not like by time we were supposed to record the captain's log on friday night i was uh just be, 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 like at, like i was starting to get the symptoms mm. but i knew it was still gonna get worse and it was still just like i don't want to people i don't i don't want to do anything
3: <laughs> i understand
0: It it didn't fully hit me till like midnight is like when it started to like be like, all right, this is not fun. Uh, But it knocked me on my ass a little more than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Um, It was nowhere near as bad as my second shot. uh, But it was bad enough that I was just like, I'm just going to be a zombie in my room and not do it there my whole body just hurt and it was stiff and i had chills and Mm. it was not fun it was rough i spent it just in bed
2: wow i got my booster on tuesday night and i felt okay or i ignored it and instead i got up and made four dozen cookies anyway i don't know (laughs)
0: like i i i could have gotten up to stuff if i really needed to but it was enough where it was just like my whole body just hurts and yeah. i like I, I i just don't i i can't it's like you know that feeling in a he- headache when it's it's that like pounding but it's that like slow pulse oh of, yeah of, of that Ugh. it was that but my entire body I'm just like i I, I don't want to do that all that stuff sam is in the chat hello sam
2: sam's here sam
0: found us yeah uh sam uh yeah it says she's for farming sim 2022 i don't want to people kyle 2021 i haven't got my booster shot yet yeah sam is here hanging out with us sam hi how are you this is going to be the final episode Mm -hmm. of the captain's log for 2021 Uh, So this is the last one of the year, and then we will be back in twenty twenty two. Yeah, you go. Melissa, looking ahead to twenty twenty two. What brand new cyberpunk invention will we get?
2: Uh, Maybe this is the year you finally get that robot arm.
0: Ah, yes. I'm I'm hoping one day. I mean, I we we recorded the review show earlier, and ah! the arm on my my Gundam model that I built last night, uh, or, or finished l- l- last night, its arm just like popped off in the middle of the show, and we were just like, wait, did that just happen? <laughs> it's
2: dropped its sword. It was yeah. a symbol that means, uh, it gives its arm to you your time yes. to
0: take up the arm indeed i will have a fully functioning robot arm in 2022 it's gonna <laughs> be grand
2: I, so what if, d- what, I... what if it doesn't happen that fast and you don't have a fully functioning robot arm but it's like we we started with one finger what do you want thumb you've got cyber
0: thumb <laughs> i challenge <laughs> you more, more... to thumb wrestling <laughs>
2: We're gonna move on to Pointer Finger twenty twenty three. We're releasing this in stages. You're part of the beta. Beta is a single finger.
0: <laughs> oh man, I so I I guess this is not as cyberpunk as you, have, but I've I've always I, I I'm interested in those like Apple watches or just like a smart hmm. watch in general. But I've never worn a watch in my life. And the few times that I have, I've never really liked it. Like, I felt like they were clunky and they just like all they did was tell time. And (laughs) we also like, we also grew up.
2: You're not wrong. I want you you to leave a product review under a watch that just says, I feel like all it does is tell time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: but like like five, I, I, s-
2: five out of ten stars
0: completely neutral six out of t- ten this one had a timer <laughs> um, <laughs> but like i i i'm i'm interested i feel like 2022 might be the year that i finally get a smart watch yeah i just like join the club on on that but even then i don't know like I'm, I'm still skeptical, but I want one. But I don't want one because I, 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 st- I still don't know if they have what I want. Which even then, I don't know exactly what I want out of a smart watch. But sure, still, that's my You wanted aim. to do
2: everything that Junie's watch does in Spy Kids too. Sure, yeah,
0: I all that mixed with the like Buzz Lightyear Stark Command arm. Oh yeah, thing here I, I just, you got I, a laser. I, I, I want it all. Yeah. She's
2: <laughs> just walking to Best Buy, like, where's your laser model of the Apple Watch, please? In case yeah. I encounter <laughs> an enemy.
0: <laughs> does 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 this one have a laser? <laughs> <laughs> you
2: should ask that when you buy anything. Does this blender have a laser? Does it have laser setting?
0: That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says the Apple Watch is just okay in comparison to the Pebble was uh, so good until they Sold to Fitbit and destroyed the potential the product had. I'm not familiar with the uh, Pebble. I haven't heard of that one. I know what a Fitbit is, but like, mm. I guess I don't know. What I guess his wife Pebble, why Pebble had
2: to sell out. Sam was very big into the Pebble watch, but thinking back, yeah, I don't remember anybody but Sam mentioning the Pebble watch to me.
0: Interesting. I like based on the name, I feel like it's really small. And instead of a digital watch, it's just the like, it, it's a sun da 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 dial, but it's just like because it's, 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 it's a Fred Flintstone it's, it's a watch, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just a, it's little a little pebble. <laughs> I have no idea what the, they actually are, but uh, ooh, Sam also says maybe this is the year that blockchain collapses. While I highly doubt that, I hope so. <laughs> God, please. Uh, all the v- v- video game publishers now are like, blockchain, NFTs, we're we're burning NFTs into gaming. And everyone's just like, please, no, this is stupid. No one likes these. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, the Pebble was one of Kickstarter's biggest successes. Mm. Interesting. There you go. Oh, but yeah, smart. Watch. Maybe, maybe this is the year that I finally cave and g- get myself a smartwatch. Yeah, it feels who like you knows. should have one. We like we we just grew up in the age where we had cell phones. So like I I feel like I have my phone. Like it does m- much much more than just tell time. <laughs> like I can call people. I can go on Twitter. or you know, Who knows <laughs> what? Yeah, <Two laughs> things all sorts you need of stuff. to do. Unfortunately, no like- laser.
2: Yeah. But wow.
0: One day, maybe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> who, who will make us our first laser phone? I just feel like aesthetically, Kyle, you should have a computer grafted to every different part of your body.
0: That would be nice, right? It's like I, I have my computer leg, my computer arm, <laughs> my computer ear.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh. So end of the year stuff. End of the year. Yes. Melissa, last year around this time, we looked at our Spotify wrapped stuff. Do you want to take a look at our Spotify wrapped stuff for this year?
2: Yeah. I think these these are fun. And they gave some interesting new uh, facets to this wrap up this year. They described to me my audio aura, which is new. And I don't know how they calculated it. They gave me no statistics on it. They cited no sources. They just said, your audio aura, uh, your top music moods are spooky and kindness.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Which does feel accurate. But I don't know what I did to get at that. (laughs) What kind music was I listening to?
0: So... I mentioned last year when we did this, that my Spotify wrapped is kind of skewed. It never really gives me the results that I want because I have a playlist that I listen to when I sleep to like help me fall asleep. It's just it's really, really calming, relaxing music or hip hop beats or instrumentals that like, I play at like a really, really, really low volume. So it's enough that I can like listen to it and focus on it. And it kind of acts more as white noise. But then it just plays all the time while I'm I'm sleeping and I don't have to like restart the playlist until like the next week because it's huge. It's super long. Mm -hmm. I just put it on shuffle. So but my like top listen to song was, I think, almost the same one from last year, ah! year, just because it's in that playlist and it played like 57 t- 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 times and all that stuff. So it's just like, well, I, I couldn't even tell you what song that actually is. It's just a, it, like <laughs> an instrumental. Uh, like, I don't know what it is. Uh, so it's kind of skewed. Um but that being said, I did have some interesting facts on mine here. Let me pull my images back up here. Um, so my audio aura was mellow and happy. Oh, uh, and I don't know if you guys can see it. It's very not green. really shining. Yeah, it's like a green. There's like a little bit of like a light purple in there or something. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just like light, like Easter Kelly green.
2: Yeah, very Easter callers.
1: Yeah. So that's my audio aura.
0: But it also said that I spent um 122,430 minutes listening to music, mm-hmm. which is more than... All right, actually, let, 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 let me have you guess g- g- on okay. this. What percentage... Of uh, of other listeners in the United States, like how much more did I listen to? You yours was like
2: in the one twenty thousands. Yes, is that what it was? Okay, yeah. So mine was at about thirty two thousand, and it said I got listened to more than eighty four percent of other people. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if you're at one twenty two thousand, you're in like the top three percent. No, probably even higher. Are you in the one? If you listen to it when you sleep every night, it seems like maybe you sleep a lot or you sleep more than I do. Are you in the top 1%? Are you all the way up there, Kyle? I am in the top 1%. Wow.
0: That's more than 99% of other listeners in the United States. Wow. That's, I I mean, I'm I'm sure still me being in that 1% is still, there's a lot of, people in yeah that but still that's kind of wild though more than most of the country (laughs) (laughs) you go uh what else did i have so my top genre was alternative hip-hop um my top artist uh was stream beats by harris heller uh, he's the one that makes all of the like copyright free m- okay. music that we do on our like stream starting soon or that we use in the background g- of our short v- videos that we put on YouTube and on Twitter and stuff like that. He's the one that makes all, all of that that that, 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 stuff, which I also have a bunch of in my like sleep playlist. So it like mm. it's just constantly cycling through all of that and he basically puts out like two albums a month of like 30 songs each uh, of multiple different genres and stuff like that so yeah I have a lot of his I think I think if I'm not mistaken I I I tweeted at him if I can find this
1: um to doom to doom. come on where is it? it shouldn't be
0: back that far ah, here we go so for stream beats by harris heller i was in the top 0.5 percent of listeners
3: mm-hmm. this year
0: and i i tweeted them and i was like hey i think i basically pay your bills <laughs> <Like> <laughs> by how much i l- listen to all of the, 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 the stuff wow and Then i i am I looked at the official like Stream Beats Twitter account because they started to post about this stuff to look if like they started thing like who who is in our like top 10 percent. And I think I saw like a handful of other people in the top 5 percent or higher. Like I saw someone in the like top like point like zero zero one percent. I was just like, good God. It gets that specific yeah
2: wow last year i got in the top 0.05 percent for nick cave i think uh and this year uh it reverted back to hosier as my number one i think it was him for 2018 to 2019 on the top (laughs) 1 percent of hosier
1: we go good stuff um
0: Sam says, I'm just gonna assume planet punching and stupid is her uh, (laughs) audio aura (laughs) planet punching Sam, what are you listening to that's planet punching I wanna punch a planet
2: (laughs) Sam's top audio aura is putting a dog in a toque and putting a cat in a toque (laughs) Uh, My top songs this year were It's Called Free Fall by Rainbow Kitten Surprise, Gratitude by Oingo Boingo, Wolf Like Me by TV on the Radio, 1985 by Wings, uh, and Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. And Spotify also made like a If Your Life Was a Movie, These Songs Would Play in These Scenes. Uh and it gave me Everybody Wants to Rule the World for the song playing as you proclaim your love in the rain, which is real a real super villain life for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's see here. Um I think it
0: sound is on. I don't want sound. Let's see here. Whoops, go back and action if 2021 was a movie and you were the main character and uh, well, what's a movie without a soundtrack all right come on get to the, the opening credits theme would be smoke and mirrors by toki monster which i think is the one that i had my like most listened to uh the song that played as you proclaim your love in the rain is but not for me by chet baker which is hilarious Ooh. Uh, the song you played as you face off against your rival dance crew is Mixer by Amber Mark. Good. Oh
2: my god, good, Kyle, that's so accurate. Have you yeah. had a rival dance crew in your life? Not really. Maybe you still will. Maybe there's still time.
0: Maybe. Do you to have
2: a dance crew and have there to be a separate da- a separate dance crew with which you are rivals?
0: But um yeah, the, the but not for me is is mm. fucking hilarious because the, the song right. is is all ab- about like everyone's falling in love and all that stuff but not me <laughs> all that right, yeah so i feel like me, they like, didn't read any, any lyrics and on pouring these pouring the, the the rain <laughs> and just like well i guess they don't love me back
3: oh <laughs> uh, rad
2: <sighs>
0: wild yeah, so my, that's, that's basically my Spotify wrapped.
2: Yeah, my top artists this year were, as mentioned earlier, Hosier, M-S-M-R, or maybe you pronounce this band's name Miss Mister. I don't know. I've never heard anybody say it.
0: I was going to say Mesmer.
2: There's a space. It's M-S space M-R.
0: Oh, uh, OK. OK
2: it's a mystery one of these days i will look them up like i'll search them on youtube and i'll find them being introduced on a late night show or something i gotta yeah, or know some like live
0: uh, concert where they're like we are something mm-hmm. something something
2: uh and then the killers and then paul hazlinger composer of the score to halt and catch fire ah okay
0: interesting i listened to, listened to to that score a lot this
2: year it's good work music there's a pod Spotify didn't classify it as a podcast. I think it's in some weird gray area. It's a show called Flow State where this guy just makes like playlists of electronic music to focus to. And he talks to you for a couple of minutes, like at the beginning, at the halfway point, and then at the end. And so maybe it's you. not. It's like a he makes playlists and then puts him talking in it. I don't know. I thought it was classified as a podcast until Spotify gave me my podcast results at the end of the year and it wasn't there. So who knows? But it's called Flow State. It's very helpful. And it it really helped me focus on work a lot. The guy's voice is very calming. He just tells you about productivity tips and work philosophy and things like that. But he did an episode. It's like the entire episode is the Halt and Catch Fire score. And instead of me talking, I'm just going to play you a couple minutes of dialogue from the show. Okay, have fun. Here's Lee Pace. (laughs)
1: that's
3: great So that's
2: another reason why i listen to that a lot uh and then rounding out the top five of course he's back my boy nick cave
1: Go.
0: oh good stuff spotify wrapped they're uh it's an interesting thing i i like stuff like that that they do do, do it i I know there was some people online basically being like it's just free advertising and marketing for spotify when you spread this stuff and then everyone else was like yeah but it's fun like who, who, who fucking cares like it's fun to right. see like the my it's most fun to know two song yeah
2: it so. saves me from this having guy. to calculate that myself like i make a playlist um i started this last year i make a playlist of my top youtube videos from the year uh and youtube offers no similar service to the spotify rap i had to do all of this myself i had to go through my entire year's history be like what did i watch this year that i really enjoyed
0: do you have have like a like what was your like couple favorite things
2: oh i think my most watch because like youtube videos are the sort of thing where i watch the same one very many times but there's a channel called video city limits that does uh animations of podcast audio like Okay. quick little like a minute two minute animations mm-hmm. and they did one for a bit from the Doughboys podcast uh that is one of the co hosts mike mitchell saying that when he was a kid he saw a child's play the movie with chucky and it freaked him out so much that it you know like he's a little kid lying in bed at night and he's got a mickey mouse doll in bed with him and he, <laughs> he said he thought the doll touched his arm he thought the doll was haunted <laughs> so this (laughs) bit got animated it's so funny i've watched it like six times this year every like yeah every other month i'm like i I gotta see that doll reach for mitch again
0: (laughs) that's what uh rooster teeth does for a lot of their podcasts they do it's great animated shorts and and stuff like that. And there's one I I remember when they talked about it on whatever podcast it was on. I can't remember if it was a Rooster Teeth podcast or if it was Achievement Hunter, which is a spin-off of yeah. Rooster Te- Teeth. Uh but it's it's Jeff who's one of the founders of Rooster Te- Teeth yes. about um that like one of his times in I I guess in Vegas or like somewhere, he's basically seeing this magic show. show, show. It's a mentalist. And he goes to this show and the the guy like will do his trick and. Jeff is a, like he like he himself is not over acting he's like genuinely into this sh- show and excited but when he sees the m- 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 magic and stuff he's he's just, he's just like what no no and just like Ah! screaming like how and like everyone else is just like what is Uh. up with this guy in the audience that is like (laughs) like completely in and like baffled by this magic (laughs) it's good it's really funny that's
2: that's when i'll know that we have truly arrived when anybody tries to animate us
0: right yeah (laughs) absolutely or, or, or when we make it big, big enough that we can h- hire an animator and just like, right. you are, you're on staff. And uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Video City Limits, like they, this channel just animates a lot of clips. They find funny, I guess. There's a lot from Comedy Bang Bang, but this Doughboys one was, was commissioned. Cool. <laughs> the Doughboys paid this channel to animate this bit. Or maybe they're like, pick any bit. And this channel was like the Mickey Mouse doll maliciously reaching out for mitch in the night
0: (laughs) that's great that's great uh well speaking of some of your favorites and stuff i was Mm -hmm. asking what some of your favorite youtube stuff was uh something we also did last year was look back at some of the favorite media and Mm -hmm. stuff that we consumed this past Mm -hmm. year uh so let's start with you, Melissa. What are so like, so a bit, l- 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 let me clarify with this. It does not have okay. to be new for 2021. Is that correct? It's just. Yeah, this is a like, this is a show that I watched for the first time this year, but yes. it came out in the early 2000s. That would still be OK, right? Yeah. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. 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 Because uh, that's that's what I remembered us doing last year. So, so I, I've been keeping track. I started this last year. I've been keeping tr- track of all of the movies that I've watched, all the TV shows that I've watched and all the comic books that I read. So when we get back in 2022, I will report ah. uh, on like how many movies I watched, how many television yeah. shows I watched, how many episodes of shows i watched and roughly about like how long like in <gasps> hours that was and how many comic books i've read stuff like that so uh i have a whole list but i went through my list and like marked all the ones that was like i liked this one or that one was good so let's start with you though what were what were some of your favorites do you want to start with a category first of like movies or I sure I I do have a
2: movie I need to talk about I watched this in October and I didn't talk about it all because I'm like I have to save this for the end of the year because this is truly one of my best thoughts and later I do have a lot more YouTube to talk about but I'm aware that this is a category that I bring to the table and you often do not so let me know whenever you want me to talk to you for 20 straight minutes, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this year, I watched a movie called Vivarium. Have you heard of this?
0: I think so. Does this, it stars, uh, what's his name, right? Jesse Eisenberg. The guy, yes, I was about to say him. <laughs> you, know, you know, the guy. The actor, The guy. <laughs>
1: yeah i've I've, I've
0: heard of it but that's that's all that's all i know
2: i first came across this in the youtube recommendations for movies you can buy or rent on youtube sure it somehow got stuck on a kick of giving me a lot of jesse eisenberg movies i don't know what i did but it was like do you want vivarium uh do you want to watch american ultra do you want to watch resistance constantly i had ads for resistance which is a movie where I think he plays Marcel Marceau, the mime, in World War II, where he's working with a Boy Scout troop to try and, like, to save re- Holocaust refugees and get them across the border to somewhere safe. This sounds so wild as I'm saying it out loud. I don't know if that's the correct uh, summary of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it looked sad. World War II movies make me sad, so I knew I wasn't going to click on it, but. YouTube kept showing me resistance over and over again. And then one day I go over to my dad's and he's like, I bought a movie off of some site. I don't know if it was Amazon or what, but like he ordered a physical DVD of a movie he likes. And he's like, I got that movie in the package, but then they threw in this other movie I I didn't order. And he holds up resistance. (laughs) So the universe is dead set on at least one Wilkinson watching this Jesse Eisenberg World War II movie. Uh, but Vivarium. Okay. This is a movie. It stars uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. I think it came out maybe early 2020. I don't know. It's a recent film. Yeah. And it's a very small film. It is. The two of them are a couple. They are looking for a new place to live. They go to the office of this new housing development to take a tour of the development and see if they like it. And the tour guide gives them weird vibes, not in that, not in like, this man's a creep, this man's a serial killer, but like, this man an alien? Like, he acts very unnaturally. Okay. He takes them to, you know, like they get in their car and they follow him and his car to this housing development, where all of the houses are exactly the same. And the entire thing looks like storybook pristine. And just yep. repeating. It looks like they made one house and one lawn and then looped it, like copy-paste over and over again for blocks. And they're looking around and they're like, this is weird. This isn't for us. Like, we, we don't want to live here. And they lose sight of the, the tour guide and they get leave the house. They walk out to, like, where their cars are parked in the driveway and he's gone. He's abandoned them. They're like, weird, whatever. Okay. So they get in their car to try and leave and they can't leave. No matter how far they drive, they just keep looping back around to the house they toured. They're stuck there. The entire movie is Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots trapped in this like surreal copy paste suburbia with nobody else. They're there alone.
0: Interesting. Is it supposed to be scary or is it more of like a drama of just mm, these two characters dealing with this?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's just a it's a thriller. I'd call it a thriller. It's kind of Twilight zone It's very small, very chaotic. (laughs) It's the two of them, and I will say this place is an absolute mystery to them. They barely find out anything else about what's going on. But on their driveway, they find a large cardboard box and inside the box is a baby. And there's like a little note on the box that says, raise the baby and you get to live. Uh, And then the baby like grows up super fast. is growing up to look exactly like the tour guide and talks in an unnatural like man's voice for being a 10 year old. Weird. So they have to raise this like weird. I say alien, we don't know if it's literally alien, but alien as an adjective and not as a noun. D- and it's, so- they live the ex- exact same life day after day after day with no clue how they could ever try and get out of there. Because they can't so you- drive out, they can't run away.
0: So you don't have to spoil the ending for yeah. me here. But is there a kind of resolution or it does it just be like and they lived on and on and on in this thing? Who knows? No, there is a resolution. I
1: like the ending okay. of this movie quite a bit. Weird.
2: It's so what? weird. I took a gamble on this. I knew nothing because the synopsis was just like. Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots, they they go looking for a house. They find themselves in a weird suburbia. I'm like, that's enough for me. I'll check this out. I mentioned that I found it on
0: YouTube. Hmm? How does this compare to Serenity? that weird (laughs) movie that we watched there would would this be like a good double feature
2: oh i think maybe but this is so weird so immediately like it's not trying to hide anything it's not trying to twist anything on you it is out in the open about how strange it's supposed to be
0: okay interesting weird
2: i oh it's so weird i loved it I, it's one of the most inventive movies I've seen in a long time. I had no clue where anything was going to end up. Like, I, 15 minutes away, I had no idea what the next 15 minutes were going to be, what any of these characters were going to do. You're just watching them slowly go mad from having to live the same life over and over and over again. One point, like, like I said, they can't drive out. They put an SOS sign on top of the house. No planes pass by, no birds pass by. Uh, jesse eisenberg realizes he can try digging down and he spends most of the movie digging like it's he's in a hole in the ground for a lot of it
0: Just Him and Lee Pace should, should team up <laughs> for digging holes in the backyard
2: <laughs> no scoot scoots out there digging a hole his, this yeah, was scoot's truly the year for entertainment <laughs> where man digs hole it's one of my new favorite <laughs> genres i love man digs hole
0: next year 2022 on the review show we're always g- 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 gonna have some week that that is man digs hole week on on the review show you just pitch a bunch of movies where someone <laughs> digs a hole somewhere I would love in the movie. To.
2: I would love that to be the only trope uniting the three things i I pitched to you is somebody digs a hole it's great think about how many different moods and and goals and journeys that could represent in fiction
0: god that's so fucking funny <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh man
2: <laughs> so vivarium is the best man digs whole movie since holes
0: okay digging up up holes best
1: in
2: 20
0: years dig it
1: here you go uh Oh, and I want to
2: say I mentioned about how I heard about this because YouTube kept recommending it to me. Mm -hmm. I did find it streaming for free on Amazon Prime or I did not have to pay the YouTube rental fee. Nice. That's where Uh, Vivarium
0: is. How many movies do you have on your favorites list? I'm wondering if we should alternate or do you want to just say Um, all of yours and then I do all of mine?
2: I have two or three others I could talk about. I mostly just came here for Vivarium. I don't. Okay. I've not heard a single other person mention this, so I'm here. Okay. I'm here to advocate for it.
0: So I, I, I have. Let's see. Uh, six movies. I don't need to talk about all of them, but I've just marked them as mm-hmm. like these ones. I think were my favorites of the year. But I'll I'll talk about a couple of them. Um, so he, here's all six. Uh, we have Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, which was mm-hmm. out on HBO Max at the start of the year, uh, "The Mitchells vs. the Machines." I thought that yeah, was fantastic. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hand Ma- 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 Maiden, uh, which is a Korean film, one of the most bizarre, bonkers f- uh, <laughs> films. That's I've what I'm here for. Seen. And also, I'm here for one bonkers most, cinema. But it's also one of the most erotic movies i've ever seen like it's there is pretty much some soft core porn in in there and it's just like oh they are not switching (laughs) off the this scene we're just gonna watch oh 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 okay here we go (laughs) um but yeah it was fantastic but it was weird and bizarre and yeah all sorts of stuff um the white Tiger on netflix this is a movie about a uh an indian guy um who's really 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 poor ends up getting a job as a driver for someone who's Mm. really rich uh and then like works his way up um like in in the like chain of command ish that's not right but just ends up becoming rich himself Mm. and holy moly it's a great movie it's so good it's it's a mystery uh kind of it's a thriller kind of it's mm. it, it, but it yeah it's 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 fascinating the, the this whole this nice. whole thing it's really good i cannot recommend it enough is it I is it really set, didn't, it's is set, it set in,
2: in india okay yes. i i know yeah. perhaps that was where he's from and this took place somewhere else okay yeah
0: no it's it's all set in I- 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 nice in india and uh yeah it's just like the it's not it's not really a twist per se but it is it is more of a reveal of like they sh- sh- show you like where he's at like in modern day t- 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 times and i think the story kind of kicks off because uh like the dictator of china is is coming to visit the country or maybe it's north korea but he he ends up like starting to write an email to to him to be like hey i want to be your personal driver when you come to our country here's why you should cho- choose me and he tells his whole life, sto- life right. story and um it's about like how he rose to power and all of the stuff but yeah it, it is this like kind of mystery crime thing that g- g- goes on here and it's fascinating it's really good um so highly recommend the white tiger which is available on netflix Okay. can Go check it out there. Uh, I also marked down Shang Chi because I really yeah. loved that that one. That one I think was fantastic, and I loved Looper when we watched that. Um, we did that good. for shame Timber of like I've never seen this one. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I know that I would like this, but I haven't seen it yet. And we finally and did, did. And just like, ah, oh, yes, it's so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, White Tiger, I think, was one of my favorites. The Handmaiden is... If you you liked Parasite, the Korean movie, Mm. go watch this. This is just as strange and bizarre, and, like, the twists in this are crazy. Um, It's a movie that plays out, I think, in, like, three parts. And you see... Uh, like most of the events from one perspective uh, in this first part, and then in part two it kind of sw- switches, and then part three is something completely d- d- different. And it's just the 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 way like you you think you know what's happening here, and then you you don't the next minute, and you're just like, what is going on? This is wild. It is bizarre. And it's it's tense because it's so slow. Like the okay. m- movie just takes its sweet time. It's really long too. I think it was like three and a half hours-ish. Ooh. Um, but it just it takes its time it's real slow and at first you're not sure what's happening and then you kind of understand okay something is going on here they're planning something they're they're getting ready to do something and then by the end of that first segment you're like whoa wait what something just went wrong here Mm. that's not good and then it stops and it's it goes back in time and re-shows you all those events in a new perspective and you're just like oh, my God, I didn't know any of this was happening. What in the world is going Neat. on here? And it just completely, yeah, you're just like, uh, this is not what I just saw. And then part three does that again. Uh, well, you don't go all the way back and watch all this stuff, but it's still, this, this, it, it it like completely changes the way you think about all of the stuff you just saw. And you're just like, how do they keep doing this? What is going on? So highly recommend that one it is wild absolutely absolutely nuts
2: um yeah i remember you talking about the handmaiden the white tiger i'm glad they they circle back around and they wind up at the top of your list at the end of the year
0: they were good they were good i liked them a lot um i -hmm. i don't think handmaiden is new i think that one came out in like 2018 ish i think um but The White Tiger is fairly new. If if not this year, it was last year, but I think it
1: was this year.
2: Oh. I've got a couple oh. other favorite movies I'd like to run through. Uh, recently it. in The Captain's Log, I talked about how I watched The Happening, and it wasn't very good, except for the part about the hot dogs. <laughs> but I also watched M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit, which is a movie from a handful of years ago I hadn't worked my way around the to Visit. yet. I don't think the I'm familiar very with good. that one. This is a movie, he, I think this was kind of his comeback movie. He did it like after the, the Happening and Last Airbender and After Earth. This was the movie that kind of set him back up on his feet. Okay. It is a movie about these young kids who are going to spend the week with their grandparents who they've never met. You know, their mom had a falling out with her parents. She left when she was young, then she had these kids. They've never met the grandparents, but they reached out. They they talked to the mom and they said, we really do want to meet our grandkids. And the mom's like, OK, I'm recently divorced. I There's like a new guy I'm seeing. We want to go out and like take a vacation together. You could, you can have the kids for the week. And, you know, maybe if the the kids have a good time, maybe I can reach back out and we can reconnect, you know, parent and child. And the whole movie is from the camera of the girl who's like 13, the kids are like, I not know, 13, 10, something like that, who's an aspiring filmmaker. Uh, so she wants to make a documentary about the experience of going to visit these grandparents they've never met before mm-hmm. and try and talk to her grandparents about the falling out they had with her mom. And she's hoping to get an apology from the grandparents to the mom that she can take home and show the mom and help heal that relationship. Uh, And the kids find that the grandparents act very bizarrely and erratically. The grandpa's like, oh, it's, you know, we have mental conditions. We sort of uh, act strange, like, after the sun goes down, it's a real condition. We sort of lose our sense of things a little bit. And the kids are like, oh, okay, you know, we can work with that. And then things just escalate and they get worse and they get scarier and they realize they truly know nothing about their grandparents or the situation they've landed themselves in. Interesting.
1: Interesting. The visit.
2: had. Yeah, I one. recommend it. It's, it's a good little thriller. It's, I don't know, it's, it's... It's one of Dim Night Shyamalan's... It's a good example of what he does. It's shot well. Okay. It's tense. It's eerie. but also has a lot of odd... Humor moments in it. He picks very interesting times to lighten the mood and very strange ways to lighten the mood. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me.
2: I recommend The Visit. Uh, earlier this year, I watched Broadcast News, which is a movie from the 80s about broadcast news. You're working in big TV news and it's oh, a love triangle. <laughs> yeah. It's a love triangle between, um, three top reporters and news producers. It, it's just very smartly written. You can tell it's so well-researched and so much detail went into everything. I was really impressed by it. Um, and I bought it on Criterion Collection. I, I've oh, been okay. collecting more movies recently. I wanted at least one Criterion to put in my collection. And that was a movie that, even though I'd only seen it once just earlier this year, I thought, I want to own this. I really want to see the special features on this one. Cool. I can tell there's a lot of depth behind it.
0: Go. Yeah, I haven't cracked into it yet, but I look
2: forward to it.
0: Sam says to tell you that she edited a Spotify audio aura to be cat dog in a toke and to check Twitter after the show.
2: Excellent. Good. Thank you for the update, Sam. I watched Magnolia this year, which was a movie I remember being a big deal when I was a kid. I remember that name,
0: but I, yeah, I, I don't a, know what it is.
2: It's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie from the late 90s, 98, 99, something like that. And all I knew about it was that it had that Amy Mann song and it was a lot of people talking on the phone. And at one point you could hear Paul F. Tompkins, even though you couldn't see him because those scenes were cut out. Interesting. It's it's just the lives of maybe a dozen people in the Los Angeles area in the late nineties across like a day or two in their lives and just how there are small crossovers and small parallels and character will leave one scene and run into another scene and you know or like one character will be watching another character on tv it's a leather oh, cool. long movie that's what made me think of it and you don't really know what it's building towards until right at the end and this is one of the wildest climaxes i've ever seen this is truly when you start the movie you do not you could never guess what's going to happen at the end is going to happen at the end
0: magnolia okay interesting that stuff you're like, having a pretty normal like time
2: that. for like two
0: and a half hours and then one bananas thing happens stuff like that is really interesting to me like i that's i i, I think back to when we uh I, I think it was what like flavor no i don't think it was flavors of use of youth was that maybe it was i don't remember I, it was I one don't. of those like anthologies that we 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 watched. I think like some of the characters like crossed over into yeah. like it, it was something like that. But I like when they when they do things like that, or like I haven't watched Sense Eight yet, but I I I have a f- <laughs> feeling that it's similar to that. Right where there's all these different characters that may or may not be aware of one another. Yeah, maybe they cross over or as this person and ent- like leaves the scene, someone else walks in the scene and then you start following them to somewhere else. And it just yeah, stuff like that is neat. Uh, durururura is one of my favorite a- 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 animes that does something like that, where you get all of these. Like things happening around this heady, he- 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 and you're switching back and forth between them. And just as the show continues, they all kind of culminate to gig g- together into this one big thing. And you're just like, I don't know how all of these like separate stories got mixed in to one, but they did. So well, that's that. That's neat. That's cool.
2: I I, I recommend checking it out. It's. It was worth it. I, I was nice to understand now why this movie was a big deal when I was like nine years old.
0: I got you. And yeah. I
2: did that just a couple nights ago with another movie. I had I had one free night this week. It was like it's movie night. I was going to put on a, a movie and relax whenever I do want a movie. I always start at HBO Max because okay. I just like their visual layout the best. Netflix stresses me out because if you hover over something for half a second, it starts like Playing at you, and it's uh, yeah. HBO Max. It's a more calm browsing experience, and I wound up watching the movie *Frida*, the biography of Frida Kahlo. Okay, yeah, truly excellent. I had a great time.
3: <laughs> good, good stuff. I didn't know
2: anything about her life, anything at all. All I knew was that the movie starred Salma Hayek, and she was nominated for an Oscar, and Alfred Molina played her husband. Which is why I picked it. I'm like getting ready for Spider-Man. I'm like, something else with a Spider-Man guy in it. Here I go. This will help tide me over. Just watch Alfred Molina do something else for two hours. Even though he only has four limbs and not eight. (laughs) It's directed by Julie Taymor, which I was not aware of. That was another thing that brought me in. Like, I am aware of her theatrical work. She directed Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Another Spider-Man connection.
0: Okay, there you go. I, say, like, I, I, don't, I don't know who this person is, but Melissa, you she go did, for it.
2: She did, no, she designed the, uh, the theatrical, like the Broadway version of The Lion King. All those puppets, oh, that's okay. her. Yeah. She directed Across the Universe. She's got a good track record. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know she directed this, and this movie is beautiful. It's one of the most visually inventive movies I've seen in a while. There's a shot where it's a painting of Frida Kahlo and her husband, and it just slowly morphs into actual Selma Hayek and Alfred Molina. And like, I rewound it. Like, I have to watch this again. I don't know where the seam was. I don't know when they stopped being a painting and they started being real people. And for a movie made in like 2002, that's great. I'm amazed that they did that at that time. There's a lot of... Beautiful, like surreal, dreamy sequences in it. Like she gets injured, and when she's like in and out of consciousness at the hospital, everybody is represented as a stop motion day of the dead skeleton. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it's yeah, with this like real sort of blurry, smeared, like dark cinematography. Like that's all that her senses are, are giving her when she's laying there injured. It's a real interesting illustration. Of the experience she was going through beautiful stuff in there great performances fun to learn didn't know anything about Frida Kahlo except for the eyebrow oh
1: good stuff these are
2: movies
0: uh are we done with movies should we move on to tv shows in a sec here if you have stuff you want to mention sure yeah let's take a quick break for housekeeping uh and then we will come back with the tv shows and stuff that we liked um uh, but yeah we will be right back we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make and yes we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you would check them all out you can find out more information on our website at the whatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice when you type in the Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at the Whatnots, patreon.com the Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, uh, especially those at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam, who has been here in the chat with us. Thanks for hanging out. We love you a lot. We appreciate you. cool things that we've been doing here at the whatnots uh we just finished recording our final episode of the review show for this year mm-hmm. as well, 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 well uh and the last ones of the year we did holiday movies we did love hard on Netflix and 8 bit christmas on HBO Max mm. um so love hard is already up and then the 8-bit Christmas one will go up like a day or two after this goes live, so be on the lookout for that. Um, Let's see, we are still doing our reactions to Hawkeye? Uh that is almost wrapped up. I'm excited to see how that show ends. I think there's yeah. gonna be some big exciting reveals happening in this very soon, I think. Um and of course we will be doing our reactions to Spider-Man No Way Home uh very soon once that movie comes out. I'm excited for that. Uh, on Crossplay, we just did our 100th episode celebration. Uh, we had a good time. We got to party and celebrate and have some guests uh, on the sh- 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 show. It was great. Uh, so go go check that out as well. That's about it for housekeeping. Mm-hmm. So TV shows.
1: What
3: yeah. S-
0: some of your favorite TV shows that you watched in 2021, Melissa. I don't know
2: if I can name anything. Well, well, I think the only show that I really spent a lot of quality time with that wasn't review show entertainment was infinity train. <laughs> so I was just referencing okay. earlier. Cause it's one of Sam's favorites. Yeah. watched all of infinity train this year. It's a truly unique show. I love the premise that you go on an infinite yeah. train. Yeah. You know, if you're going through a problem in your life, you, you get on the train, you have a number on your hand, the, Better of a person you become, the more you work through your problems. Your number goes down. When you get down to zero, you can leave the train. And as you move forward, you go through car after car, and every car is its own different little world. It's a story so rich in lore. It's very imaginative,
0: it's too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, like I every... watched it this, this mm. year too. It's a good show.
2: Yeah, and the first three seasons kind of have continue one after each other but like it restarts with a new protagonist and the fourth season's like a complete jump back to several years before so it's kind of on its own i like that there is continuity there but it shakes things up every season you know you can be ready for a whole new cast of characters you can find a new favorite so it's a pseudo anthology in a way i really like
1: yeah good stuff
2: But my favorite show this year, which we we covered in detail on the review show, was Halt and Catch Fire. I think that's that worked its way very deep in my heart and it'll remain there for a long time. I really loved Halt and Catch Fire. It's such a beautiful character piece. It's just about it's just down to earth it's in our real world it's about real things there's nothing fantastical about it it doesn't have mythology it doesn't have action it doesn't have thrills it's just like five people and some computers that's what the show is but it manages to do so much it's so emotionally rich and and funny and charming and strange
0: yeah yeah, that that was a good sh- show. I'm glad we watched that one and mm. covered it. Um cuz it 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 was one of those ones that was like it's on my list. I remember it looked interesting when it first like started uh and they were marketing it and and stuff like that, but I had just n- 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 never got around to it and it was never like so high up on my priority list that it like I I probably wasn't g- g- going to get to that show anytime soon. On like on my own, but we watched it, and I was just like, oh, "I'm glad we did because this is so good." Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's up there but, for sure.
2: That's one of my favorite utilizations of the review show, or at least an approach I try to take with it. Like I've heard about this thing, I haven't made time for it in my life yet. Now I have a reason to. <laughs> I can make sure. it podcast yeah. content. I can stop and say, remember that thing you heard something about in 2014? We're watching that now.
0: There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, Sam has a note on Infinity Train. Book five was supposed to be about Amalia's take over of the train, uh, which was implied throughout book four. Uh, so book five absolutely would have had cameos yes. of the bo- 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 boys and I'm mad. It isn't happening.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, that was a good show, though. Mm hmm. Show indeed. Um, let's see what I got on my list here. Hey, I have... You spent
2: a lot of time this year with the Sopranos. <laughs> what else
0: happened? I did. That, that didn't make it on my favorites. Uh, though because i ended up walking away from that one being like well it's not really what i wanted from a mafia show but i can recognize why it's it's good um i i have about mm, seven shows that i marked as ones that i liked here
2: when when did you have time to watch seven (laughs) tv shows
0: Melissa, I watched a lot more than that. I I have my my whole list here of of TV shows that goes on and
2: on. Um, I'm sure some of them are review show picks. I I put a lot of love towards Halt and Catch Fire. I got to mention The Leftovers, too. Also, Mm -hmm. what truly bananas entertainment. I had no idea when when I went into it that The Leftovers was going to be that that wild, And I'm so happy it was
0: um so here's here's the list i'll read off the 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 list of all of the the stuff that i thought was my favorite um invincible season one. Oh on yeah a- 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 amazon i thought that was fantastic uh next up is kantaro the sweet toothed salary man oh, yes that was i loved delightful. that show that <laughs> was a, it was genius so it's truly good. nothing like
2: kantaro
0: uh after that is the expanse. I binged oh, seasons yeah. one through five in like a two to three week period. I was right. like this is so good. Oh my god. Yeah, you um, watched
2: it so fast. I think you only talked about it like once, once. Whereas the Sopranos, which you didn't like as much, it took so long I had to keep hearing about it, so it looms yeah. larger in my mind.
0: God, The Expanse is so good. It is like Mm -hmm. it is one of the best sci-fi TV shows, period. It is right now the best sci-fi show out there. Um, The sixth and final season actually just got started this past Friday night. Uh, They released the premiere of that, and that's going to be running through most of January uh with 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 that stuff so i'm excited to watch all of that um soon here i've not started it yet but i'm i'm, I'm like
3: it's back i can watch more of it Um uh,
0: but yeah that i cannot recommend that show enough it is great great stuff uh then up next is banana fish which oh, is yeah. in anime that i had had on my list for a while i wanted to read the manga first um but i i was just going down my list of like okay i watched all the stuff in netflix okay i watched all the stuff in hulu and then i got to amazon which is where you can watch this and that was on there and i was like well okay i guess i'll go ahead and watch it uh and i did and holy cow that anime made me cry it is so good uh it is it 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 kind of it's it's a crime show about gangs in i think they're in philly uh or, or something like that um and it, it's but like at its heart, it revolves around this relationship between one of the gang leaders and uh, this kid who's like a Japanese exchange student. Uh, OK, and they it, it's basically a gay romance st- st- story, but it's it's also like never explicitly stated that like their boyfriend and girlfriend, they're both boyfriends friends but it's just it's one of those ones of it's like you 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 know that that's what the show was going for and by the end i was bawling i was in tears i was just like this is so good i'm so sad it's it's a very very sad show i will say but it is so good um yeah go go watch that one also on Amazon Prime was a show called Undone that they did a few years back. Oh, I think yeah. like 2018 or 2019. Um, this is by, I don't know who, who it's by, but it stars Rosa Salazar, who was in brand new cherry flavor. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And it also uh, is completely rotoscoped. Ra- 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 so yes. it's like they they filmed the actor's doing these these things but then drew on top of it to a- 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 animate it uh, so if you've if you've seen like uh, scanner d- 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 darkly it has that same art st- style um and it's in eight episode series that is this like uh f- fantastical murder mystery like or, or like a like a psychedelic murder mystery because it's animated they can do like really interesting things where characters are like transported to new scenes or just like all all sorts of stuff that like wouldn't be possible in real life um and yeah it 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 was creative like it, it was one <laughs> of those ones that i was like i don't think i've seen a show like this Before, nice. Uh, And I don't think there's really anything out there that's doing something like it. So go check that one out. Um, two more. Um, blind spotting. This is there was also a movie by the same name and by the same creators. Um, and then they got the opportunity to both take that concept and also continue the story of that movie in a tv show and mm-hmm. i know i just mentioned that undone was creative blind spotting i think is one of the most creative tv shows i've seen period like nice. i like, there is nothing out there that has pushed the envelope as in in terms of like what you can do with Ooh. the medium of of stuff there's like it's it's a mix of uh like it like actual acting and it's not really a musical but some of the what? the stuff but so, some of the stuff that they do and say rhymes <laughs> and has like a certain beat to it and stuff like that and it's just it the, the way that they like visually communicate some of this stuff uh it is fascinating like sometimes the background characters will be dancers so like they might be like moving into a new apartment but all of the movers are like popping and like doing all of this stuff as they like move the boxes in it's fascinating Like, I I cannot recommend this show. Just like you like this is something you need to watch just to be like, what can the medium of TV and film do do, 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 that is just completely unique and blind spotting nails it? Great.
2: Nice. I kept seeing ads for that and I couldn't get a handle on what it
0: was or what it was about. Go go watch the movie first because I, I i liked the movie more but i it i i think it's because the movie was so like concentrated and like pared down to what they really wanted that concept to be that it it was just so strong whereas the tv show they have more room to play and experiment with with stuff um but both were fantastic and Yeah, it's it's hard to explain exactly because of all the different like styles and techniques they Mm. use to make it. But it is essentially a story about a black man in Oakland who, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, witnesses a murder and is framed for the murder because he's black. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's just like he just happens to be there at like at the wrong time Um, and so he's trying to prove that he like he didn't do it and all of this stuff and it's about the it's about police corruption and the system and the 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 just kind of struggles and anxieties that they go through but it's yeah the movie does kind of the same thing where a lot of the monologues in the movie are like actual raps, but they're not rapping it like Hamilton, where there's like a whole song <laughs> and dance. Uh-huh. But it is this like really intense artistic way to portray what is g- 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 going on in a creative way. And it, it's just, it's fascinating so go check that that one out because it's great it's so good uh and then last but not least my the last tv show that i marked was superman and lois which uh, i yeah. talked about a l- lot l- last week here on the ca- yeah you ca- and ignacio ca- ca- were dog. both talking about it i was very impressed with that. I was I was so like, happy to Whoa. hear that. Yeah. Okay. CW. Good for <laughs> you. That's a good show. So oh, there you go. Those are all my good TV to hear shows. about.
2: Yeah. Interesting. I gotta make more time for more TV shows in my life. I guess I have less time because I, I invest myself in YouTube so much. I've got a subscription list on YouTube that's always getting itself updated. So I'm yeah. engaged in fewer like ongoing fictional narratives but i know a lot about lost media mysteries (laughs) (laughs) that works one of my favorite videos i came across this year uh it's on my list let me find it uh it's from a channel called kid leaves stoop you remember malcolm in the middle right
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
2: do you remember the opening credits for malcolm in the middle where it's clips from the show uh, kind of d- edited together with like TV clips from around that age, you know, like the, the kids would spend a lot of their time watching TV. So it's you see them and you see some of the stuff they would be watching, maybe. Sure, yeah. And one of those clips is a man skiing down a hill on fire. Okay, <laughs> you remember this? I, yeah, this, vid- that, this that video, this video is all about Olympics,
0: how, right? Did, didn't that happen at the Olympic? No.
2: No, no, this video is about where is that skier on fire from? What oh, is that, that footage from? It. Yeah, and it like for, it took a while to, for people to find what seemed like it could be the origin of it, which is a video series that was like wild stunts and things like that. But the actual and like but it only showed like the preparation and like maybe some of the aftermath i say aftermath like there was a disaster i believe the man skied safely and he was fine it was a controlled stunt done by professionals but it took a long time for anybody to replicate and track down where is the footage we see in the malcolm in the middle opening credits from and i had no idea my whole life like i never thought about the skier on fire when i was not watching malcolm in the middle in the early 2000s that's a cool i know it was a mystery this is what i love to come across that's another one of my favorite mysteries i've found this is melissa's youtube corner uh one of my favorite channels is called wang w h a n g exclamation mark and Mm -hmm. this guy justin wang who does a lot of tales from the internet he'll like recount like gross Reddit stories or things like that, but in a very sort of matter of fact, maybe you've heard about this thing. Maybe you saw a meme from this. This is what it is. I'll tell you the full narrative. Here's the context. And he does a lot of lost media mysteries. And there's one this year that was, uh, it's like 2008, maybe. And somebody in Finland, somewhere in Europe, I forget the exact country, but they go to a store to buy new fabric to make curtains and they pick out this fabric that has like pop art posterized images of celebrities and some of them Mm -hmm. you can recognize like oh that's Ian Somerhalder from Lost this is the you know mid-2000s him and Josh Holloway are both on there Lost was hot so some of the people you can recognize and other ones are like Their features are kind of vague. Seems like they're just there to be an image of a celebrity, of a movie star, of a rock star, whoever. And then years later, they go on Reddit and they say, I've had this fabric for years. Would you guys help me identify who each of these people are? And they took the repeating pattern of the fabric, gave everybody a number. People were able to be identified and tied back to the specific image that this graphic designer took from and, like, posterized and made into this, like, pop art stamp. Like, yeah. okay, this is from this magazine photo shoot. This is a, a Getty image taken from this red carpet, whatever. The sixth celebrity that they labeled on this fabric has never been identified. They cannot figure out who
0: it is. So when did a I've video about this? a shirt like that. Oh, I, I had an Avengers shirt from Walmart. Ah! Uh, That's right. I I swear I mentioned it on the podcast. Yes, Yes. I know that. It was like, yeah, it was like a circle with like a slice of the pie was like each like slice of the pie of this circle was a different Avengers face. And I could name all of them, but one. And it never made sense. And it was never enough. To identify who this one character was, it was like, well, could, it could be Ghost Rider, but Ghost yeah. Rider's not really an Avenger. And then if it's not him, then it, it could be that, but that character's already on here. But I like, I, it was just this one like, who is this one person? Weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wang did a video about this, and then he just did a follow up video a couple weeks ago that says, this might be a very altered photo of brad pitt but we can't confirm we have some reasons to think it might be him but also a lot of reasons to think this isn't him but maybe it is brad pitt and we just haven't found that photo of brad pitt that this is exactly copied from It is brad pitt he's one of the most recognizable faces in the world how do we not know it was him it's such an right, yeah. interesting mystery to me i another one that he covered that's cool I love it. I I, do take a look look at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'll send you the link. And like a lot of these are in my 2021 favorite YouTube videos playlist I'm building. He also did a video about a there used to be a store in malls called Tape World that sold tapes. And this was eventually bought out by FYE. Which I believe may okay, yep. I don't know if that's defunct or if there's just none around me anymore. I don't know if FYE still I'm
0: lives. Pretty sure they're defunct, but I could I be know. wrong.
2: But somebody had uh, worked at Tape World, which then got turned into an FYE. And then I think eventually, when at least this location of the FYE closed, they still had a lot of stuff left over in the back room from the original Tape World days. This video is called um, The Tape World Monster Mystery. This one was eventually solved. There's uh, in the back room of this FYE is a lot of like old promotional things that people like thought were cool. And they saved like old posters, old cardboard cutouts yeah. or whatever, like standees to display new movies or CDs or whatever. One of them is a little like cardboard cutout of a guy, maybe a foot tall. He's like a claymation looking dude. He's like gray skin and a long neck. And he's got all these thumbtacks, like push pins sticking out of his head. And whoever was posting about this on Reddit or wherever the source, you know, wherever the story originated from, they're like, I feel like this guy's just been sticking around from, you know, years and years ago because he looks cool. And I think he does look cool. Who is he? Where is he from? What was this a part of? What what was this promoting? And there was a big search like, what is it? Yeah. And a lot of people were like, I swear I've seen that guy. I can't put my finger on it. People were searching through like, all right, what media came out during the time period where these stores were open that may have been big enough to have some sort of a promotional in-store display, what matches this visual style. And this is another video where the mystery came out and then there was a follow up with more. And this one was like, we solved it. it One of the original contenders was, does this remind anybody of the Floops Flooglies creatures from Spy Kids? And it was rolled out like, no, it's not part of Floops Flooglies. It turns out this character was from Spy Kids. Early on in the movie, you see Junie with his uh, uh, arms full. This is the second time today I've mentioned Spy Kids. Spy (laughs) Kids are great. (laughs) That happened.
3: (laughs) <laughs> he's got his
2: arm full of a bunch of toys from floops flooklies and some of them are characters who we see in the footage of the show within the movie but one right. of them is this thumbtack guy seems like he was designed to be a character who would appear you know there next to alan coming and floops flooklies but and was like made into an action figure prop for, for junie to carry around but like was never got farther than that was made into an action figure prop and then didn't get a, like a full costume or a full cgi render or whatever it was for them to be yeah. a part of the movie so we identified him but there's still the mystery of why did they put that guy on like a cardboard standee you know like you remember those like tape displays yeah. where they'd have like the boxes in there for like where the tapes would go or the dvds and they'd have like cardboard things sticking out of them they, this guy was a, he got included Maybe it was a very early design of what promotional displays would look like. And they thought, yeah, let's throw a bunch of the floop characters in there. And this guy never got to be a full floop. He
1: he flunked the floops.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What I love about lost media like this is that it will like itch at the back of somebody's head. Like, I feel like I should know what that is. I feel like maybe I have heard of this. And you like can me with that and do all of this research that, that and all this comparison v-
0: v- of but, moon dance that I can't find anywhere. You, you go posting around, go to like
2: Reddit tip of my tongue. You can or like help me find this or whatever. There's like I'm not on Reddit, but every one of these lost media videos has some involvement with this case started on Reddit. It was investigated on Reddit. So I like just yep. see screenshots of Reddit all the time. But if you put a little work into it, you may be able to find that. But the wild thing about lost media is that sometimes you just have to wait until this gets in front of the right person's eyes. Somebody knows this and it just might. And maybe it's when it's within a week of the mystery arising that the person sees it and says, oh, I know that that's what this is. Or maybe it'll take years for somebody to come across this and be able to identify it.
1: Yeah, it's wild. Wild.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. This is this is where I spend my time. This is why I'm not watching The Expanse. I have to learn about these. That's okay.
0: That's okay. I I I have co- comics that I can. Yeah, mention tell me about comics. Me I don't know those. Mention those. Um. So yeah, I yeah, have one, two, three, four, five comics that I marked down here uh justice league dark continues to be fantastic um it eventually its solo title stopped and dc is now doing a thing where justice league dark is the backup story in the justice league book so the books are a little little bit longer um instead of like your standard like 22 to 24 pages it's now usually like 34 36 right and you you might get a, a a few pages that are justice league dark um and it's still just g- great stuff um so i've been enjoying that a lot that's being written by ram v or, um is his name will come back up again ah. here i also wanna give a shout out to chip Zdarsky's daredevil run Aha. He's been writing Daredevil and with as funny as Chip Zdarsky is, That guy is freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um you wouldn't expect him to write this book, and if he did, you wouldn't really expect it to be as dark and gritty as it is, but he is nailing it. Like this is like street level gritty Crime, like ah, oh, it's so good, and it's just like Chip. Like I knew you were a good writer, but geez, like I didn't know you <laughs> had this in you. Oh my god, this is great. Range
2: is in- an incredible thing to see. And yes. you know somebody's good at one yes. thing, and you're like, you're equally good at different thing.
0: How? Like same thing, but different genre. Oh my god. uh yeah, just like it's it's been phenomenal. Uh, cannot recommend his run on Daredevil enough uh next up something we covered on the review show the unwritten the unwritten yeah. surprised me we we only read the first two volumes of that but that is now on my list of like hey i want to go back and re- like continue reading that someday um because that was fantastic and very imaginative it's one of those things that i like i i heard good things about But I was never super interested in necessarily checking out on my own. um, Unless, you know, one day I just went through all of the comics (laughs) ever on my list and somehow got there. Uh But yeah, we read it and I was actually like, I like this a lot more than I was expecting. Uh, Like they it, it was kind of those kind of like fantastical mysteries uh just it seemed adventurous and imaginative and scary and i was just like this is good i like this so the unwritten um i mentioned ram v's name would return the best comic book that i have read so far i haven't even finished it yet there's only five issues i've only read the first three i have the, the next two i'm gonna read them this week before i go see my parents but the best book that i have read so far i've only read three issues of this year and it is incredible it is the many deaths of lila star the many deaths of lila star it is um beautifully written it is incredibly poetic the artwork is gorgeous and colorful and bizarre and it's just it's it it looks so neat um but it is a story basically about the angel of death basically being kicked out of her job basically being (laughs) fired and let go and so now she has uh taken over the body of this human um and has been kind of experiencing life and is i think each issue is like a different decade ish or something um but the character always dies in some way in that thing too they fall out of a building or they get hit by a car or this or that but it's 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 meant to it's meant to be this kind of narrative device to move the story along to like a new scene or a new, mm. new you know, stuff like that. But it's it's a look at how people deal with de- 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 death and how they cook hope and how they celebrate it or how they mourn or the <laughs> rituals that go along with that. It's just, it's beautiful. It's phenomenal. Um. Go read The Many Deaths of Lila Star. I think early January is when they're collecting it into a single volume. So Go check it out. And last but not least, uh I read the first 3 volumes of Something Is Killing the Children. And we yeah. read that here on uh at the Whatnot's on the review show, and that's good. It's it's that's a good book. It's a very very good book. So
2: yeah looking back on the year year. i don't i don't read comics outside of what i cover this show honestly i i always intend to there's stories we've read that i've been meaning to get back to on my own time like i loved black hammer i know there's more black hammer for me to read one of these days Mm -hmm. i'll do it because i want to go out there and buy it and like read it physically Yeah, looking back on the year, I I did like something is killing the children. And I I was happy to read Vision after hearing so much about the Vision. Yeah, that was another one I I really enjoyed. That's another one i like. I liked enough to own it. I want to put it on my bookshelf.
0: Yeah, they have a nice hard cover of that one that Ah. you can get. I recommend it. It's so good. It's good. But yeah. I think that's. That, um, unless you do, do do you have some more that you nah. wanna mention or is, there, or is that your favorite stuff of the year
2: <laughs> i think that's all the youtube nonsense i really wanted to cover okay. make sure uh yeah i, I talked I, a lot about lost media mysteries i kept mentioning a channel called wang there's another channel i think maybe it started up in like the later part of last year called all things lost that is just lost media it uploads like every other week That's really cool. well-produced like in-depth looks at various cases under a lot of different categories it'll be like here's uh, lost video games lost flash media l- lost albums that were never released they did an entire episode on all of kanye west's unreleased music and i don't know anything mm-hmm. about kanye west but that episode was fascinating the number of projects he's started and that, that have never seen the light of day for whatever reason. Or yeah. anytime there's like a, a big topic in the news, all things lost, we'll take a look at it. Like, here's all the lost media associated with Godzilla. Here's all the lost media associated with Mortal Kombat, something like that. Interesting. You find a lot of things. It's one of my favorites uh, lost media channels. Like Wang, that, Blame It on Jorge is another big one. I did like one of those hour long plus like iceberg videos that was going down the iceberg of lost and obscure game show media that uh, that reeled me in. That was a wild time. (laughs) (laughs) I go deep on this stuff. This (laughs) that I'm not that's like one of those true crime people. I kind of am. But the real mysteries that grab me are just lost media
0: yeah that's
1: cool i like that good stuff well melissa
0: that has been 2021 it has the final episode of the captain's log this has been number 100 i don't know the number i don't even know what what a year it's been number pizzas
2: were won pizzas were lost (laughs)
0: says we're lost and won indeed. This is number 172 of the Capitol's ah. I have been Kyle Springer. This has been Melissa Wilkinson. Been. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we'll be back next year, of course. Uh, still rocking. There might be uh, some minor changes to the show, show, show that we will announce uh, on our sixth year anniversary retrospective. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think we are trying to record in the uh, I think on the 20th, I think is going to be our best bet Um, there the night of the 20th. Um, But yeah, that will be coming soon. That will be out on all of our podcast feeds. So no matter what show or shows you listen to that we do here at the Whatnots, you will be getting our retrospective. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for this next next year i think we'll, we'll have some good things coming uh but be on the lookout for all of that stuff so here you go melissa where can yes. people find you on the internet
2: you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywet that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and listen to my other podcast saturday morning obscurities show where me and my brother jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember
0: Oh, if you guys want to follow me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe. Uh, whether or not we were your favorite media in 2021 or not, uh, we just want some help spreading the word. Uh, that would mean a lot to, to us to help us out in that way. But yeah. This has been 2021. We will see you all next year. Bye. Bye.